vicious. Hello and welcome to the Rotherham United podcast. Uh, we are now in the week of death uh, with the first game after uh, of, the, of the week uh, when the nil-nil draw away at Huddersfield Town. So we're going to go through that and then we're also going to look ahead to the second game this week, second of four, uh, as we play host to Queen's Park Rangers. Uh, that was Ben's chair, for anybody that remember what that sound was. I heard that, I'm sorry. If there's ever a noise, it's 99 times out of 100, it's Ben. Yeah. Uh, Mick's with us. Hello, Michael. Hello. Uh, and as you can all tell, Ben's with us because he's making fidgety noises. Hello. Hello. Um, so the game itself, nil-nil. Um, comfortably, comfortably the better team, Mick. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. By a country mile, weren't it? You know? Um a disappointing result, good performance, really pleased with the performance overall. Um, obviously, finishing let us down throughout the game, really. Uh, but as, as a whole, the performance was just chalk and cheese in comparison to the one against Wickham. So mm. uh, it's a good start to the week in terms of performances. Results, maybe not quite so. Yeah. Uh, ben, finishing was literally the only thing that let us down, wasn't it? Just hitting the target. Yeah, I thought the performance was good, but that finishing was unacceptable, I think. I think we should have scored. We should have scored. I think it's when we're down there, I think looking back on it, that could cost us. It could send us down. Because uh, if we don't win against Coventry, then that game's massive. So they've dug a, dug a hole for themselves, but hopefully they can get out of it. Yeah, and it's it's one of the things this time of season. If we're sat here in November, we're saying that everything's all right because the points a decent result, and it was pretty good performance. We're now at the stage of season where performances are relevant. If we'd if we'd have played garbage and snuck a one 0 win, we'd be laughing. Yeah, uh, but because yeah. what situation we're in, and we didn't win. That's why we're uh, frustrated for that. Uh, so yeah, we'll go on with the game. We'll talk about the some individual performances and then several key incidents. Uh, in this game, uh, start with the lineup. Ben fourth three five two three five one one. If I'm technical about it, uh, all of a sudden he was back in. Uh, Crooks was back in his favourite position, and Ben Wiles was in his favourite position. Uh, it was a really, really, really positive starting eleven for me. I think. Yeah, they're very attacking. It was probably, probably our best eleven, I'd say. At this moment in time, bar Matic, I'd probably put us. I don't know. I think Harding and Matic, you can be see what Matic comes back like, but that would probably have been our starting 11. And then that position's a 50 50 left wing back. So, yeah, I was really happy with the team and it showed in performance. Mm. Yeah, I agree with you. Matt had a very good game, Mick, with somebody we didn't mention in the live show, but he was back to his normal self, marauding down that right hand side. It was a little bit quieter than maybe normal, but he still had those moments where he looked a real threat and defensively, basically pretty sound. 
Yeah, defensively he was sound. I think attacking wise, he, he's he's just a little bit off the pace. He's not he's not taking players on as many times as he did in the past when he was causing the problems. I don't know why that is. He just looks a little bit less confident. I don't know, um, but you know he, he is back to. We we play differently once he's in the team. When he's in the team, mm -hmm. uh, and I'm not saying for one minute that it's because he's in the team. But it is a bit of a coincidence, you know what I mean? It just gives us that bit more freedom, uh, certainly down that right-hand side. Uh, when he's not playing, we don't have, we don't seem to have that. You know, Giles, Giles tries to do it from left back and it's just, it's just not, it's not up to it yet. So, so yeah, it's a, it's a different team when, when Matt Sunday plays. Mm. Defensively, Ben, we were very, very sound. There was a one moment in the second half uh, where the ball just dropped on the in the six-yard box and you had to make a save. But other than that, defensively, there were no real issues. I know they're a team that's not really in particularly good form. But number one, it's a clean sheet, which is always good. Um, but number two, it, we look pretty solid at back. And that's a good, again, going into this week, that's a good base to jump off from is a solid back, back line. Yeah, I think, especially in the position room, I think a solid back line is good. Uh, I think it was because Wood in the team was Wood. Wood was in the team. He's just everything, man. I mean, he's not. You're not going to get Maldini. Everyone knows that, but he just brings something mentally, and just I don't know. Do you know what I mean? Uh, I think it was because of Wood, but everyone else had a good game. McDonald, Harding, you know, Icky, they all had a good game. I didn't concede, so that's a big, big positive to take from it. Mm. Even though we didn't win, nil nil, is. Very good, I think. Yeah, it's all right. I think that central well, three. Well, not to concede is good. But... Yes, that, that central three there, Woody McDonald and and, he, and Icky, uh, uh, are getting better and better as, as as the season goes on, and one that's a great time for them now to mm. to really come together. Um, they are excellent together. They really are. Uh, a, a shout out for Angus McDonald because. Mm. He really did dip in the middle of the season, and and I I was questioning, like Ben did, whether he ah, questioned it from the start. No, I know you did. Whatever, 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 whatever period of time that you questioned it from, uh, I was beginning to agree with you. Uh, but he certainly he certainly shut me up um, with his performances over recent times. I think anyway, he's been outstanding. Um, and to get and we know what Icky's like. We know how good Icky is and can be. Um, how solid he is and with Woody in between them I think that's a really really good combo hopefully hopefully because of the positions that they play in hopefully they might see all these four games out it would be great if we could mm -hmm. it would be fantastic yeah. it would be massive for just. us um, so we'll see yeah I completely agree on Woody um, mentioned before the game it was his 450th career league career start um, which is a ridiculous amount of games to be playing. Um, moving further forward, Ben, we talked a lot last week about playing players in certain positions. Uh, we'll start with Ben Wiles. Um, he was in the midfield. He, he sort of seemed to stay on the left-hand side of the midfield for the whole game, which is fine, central midfield. Um, but he was... For me, and I assume you're going to agree, the best player on the pitch yesterday, Ben Wiles. Yeah, I don't see how you can't play him in midfield next time. I mean, what he brings is 
and match. He's so good. That little like little uh like dropping shoulder type on um I don't know the defender but um, the crooks chance. Crooks. Yeah, a poor pass. But that little uh you know, that little dropping the shoulder, that's you can't really teach that to mm. do that. You can teach someone how to pass. You know what I mean? Uh, but I think yeah. he's so good every all round. I think he's smart, football smart. Uh, yeah, and he's our own. I can't believe it. I don't know about you two, but I don't remember the last time. Well, I'm obviously I'm not remember, but the last time someone come out of our academy and did well for us. <clears throat> I don't. Uh, know. David Artel probably came from the academy, but he only lasted a season or two, didn't he? I did. Um, Will Oskins is the one that springs to mind for me. Mm. It was everybody thought there were big things going to come in of Will Oskins, but um, uh, he's not Ben Wiles. No, uh, not, not by any stretch of the imagination. And he got a big money move, didn't he, to Watford, and mm. uh, that that didn't go particularly well for him. But um, uh, uh, some people don't agree with us. Uh, and then I'll send this. The quote that I've. I, I, I would go to is that he's overrated, which I, just, I saw that. That's mad. Yeah, utterly beggars. Yeah, belief. on Facebook. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know why. I mean, people people have got their opinions, and I get that. I do understand that. And you know, we all see the game differently, don't we? We all see how the game pans out differently. See how players play differently, but but it, I I I don't understand. I don't. I mean, I'm not going to. I'm not going to start calling people because you know it's it's your right to to say what you want about about players. But I just don't understand it. I don't. Yeah, he has bad games, and when he has bad games, we'll 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 criticise him with with everyone else. But to say to to say that he's he's an overrated player just beggars belief for me. I don't. I don't really know what 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 you're watching. I I, I don't. I mean. I could not agree more. Uh, he, I don't know what more he could do. Uh, he, when he's played in his central positions, I don't know how to make a watch yesterday and say he's overrated. No. He was best player up pitch from both teams. Um, I, I, it's bizarre. Yeah. That particular, particular setup for the Crooks chance, he did so well. The defender didn't have a clue what was happening yeah. and it just yeah. stitched the defender up somewhat rotten. Um, and there's not many players on the team that could do that from that position. He's got everything. His, his, his ball control is really, really good. He's got that burst of pace, which is why I think that's why Wonya likes playing him out wide because he has got that little bit of pace, which nobody else has really got in that in that midfield role. Um, yeah, it was comfortable. I mean, we could talk about now. We'll talk about this first, I suppose. The, the chance at the end. Um, he should have hit the target, Mick. But watching the replay, when Wiles strikes the ball, Crooks is stood in front of the keeper. And he is in offside position, so it probably wouldn't have counted anyway. It shouldn't have made a difference where where Crooks was stood because he, he he chose to put it in the wrong place. It needed to go back across the face of the goal uh, into a gaping, wide open net. The goalkeeper can dive all he wants underneath Crooks to get, try and get the ball because the ball's going in the opposite way, and therefore Crooks is not offside. Um, it would have probably been given, like you say, um, but but yeah, I mean, he he he, he made a mistake. But what I would say is, so did Crooksy. Crooksy hit the post from the the run from Ben Wiles earlier on in in the first half. Um, you know, so maybe maybe Crooksy's overrated as well. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, 
Um, in, it's staying in the midfield three. I thought, again, Lewis Wingben, I thought he were excellent as well. Uh, yeah. he, he didn't far off run the show. Yeah, I think he did well, but I can definitely see why he's been sent out on loan. I think some of his... No, you know what I mean. I think he's, some of his mental immaturities, like that free kick, that was a good idea. It was a very smart idea. Good execution as well, to be honest. Right. But... <laughs> I, all I'm saying is I wouldn't have done it and I would never have done it in a million years. In the situation we're in, like, no. I, and it's just some of the other stuff, like, it was a good idea, right? But some of the other stuff that he does, like shoot from edge of box and when there's no one behind him and stuff like this, you can see his immaturities come through and it's going to cost us. I'm going to call it right here. You can hold me to it. It's going to cost us a goal, a big goal. I can guarantee it. So yeah, I thought he played. I thought he played really well, but he's going to cost us. I think he's too immature uh, for my liking. Uh, he's not shooting from left, right, and centre from fifty-five yards. When, it, when you're twenty-five, when, it, when, you, when you're twenty-five yards out in front of goal, and there's a shot on goal, you should be taking it. Crooks should be taking it. While I'd like to see Wild shoot a bit more from edge area because he can hit a ball. Barley is a can hit a ball. It, no, Wingers got the confidence. Well, you have, have you watched this? What? <laughs> Unless you will, Volks. I don't. I personally wouldn't shoot, but that's my opinion. That's I don't. I see the game. I don't see the game as a long, long range thing. But that's. I mean, you, I, I, I see to recall Barley's free kicks being pretty good, shooting from distance, yeah. and his yeah. penalties. If he, if he can strike a penalty like that, he can strike a football from that area like that. He just True. doesn't do it. I see. I just see. I don't see the game as long. I don't like it. I played with people who shoot from long distance, and it made me want to rip the head off when I'm <laughs> wide open. You know what I mean? So I, I don't see the game like that. But like I said, Mick said, everyone sees the game differently. But that's yeah. just my opinion. I thought he played well. Or I thought he played well. Don't get me wrong. But yeah, I thought he. I thought he had a really good game. I thought. I thought mm-hmm. he ran that midfield. Um, probably with a better, a better, did a better job than Dan Barley as it does just on the basis that he's got that little bit more aggression and a bit that bit more presence than uh, than Barley's has. But Dan Barley's is a young lad, you know what I mean? He's 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 going to have to grow physically as well to just 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 get himself that little bit more of a physical presence in there. But because he's got all the other tools, um, mm. and they're very similar players. And I thought, but I thought he had a really good game. Yeah, I thought that central midfield. Um, even with Jamie and, and I thought Jamie Lindsay, Lindsay played well as well he's still not clearly not still up to speed still not up to speed or whatever uh, whatever combination of those words this sounds right uh, but you know what I mean um, yeah I thought I thought I thought that central midfield were really really effective do you think that's our strongest midfield three yes um, yeah probably centrally yeah I think it probably is I think it probably is uh, which 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 is a bit of a disappointment, really, because Barley is a, is is such a good player. He is such a good player, but we we're not in a position at the moment where we can have. He's a, he's also a bit of a luxury player, I think, because he hasn't got that that battling quality, those battling qualities that the others have, others have got. That was physical mm. that physicality. The position that we're in, we need to fight for everything, absolutely everything, and and and. Much as I love him to bits, Dan Barley's is probably not your man for that uh, for that role. He's still early in his still early in his footballing career, though. Realistic, three years. Yeah. It's, 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 I think it's his third year 
of yeah. senior football. Uh, and to be fair, Lewis Ring's the type of player he can learn off. I know Lewis Ring's not exactly an ex, you know, a fully experienced player, but there's there's a lot of similarities in terms of how good technically they both are. Definitely, uh, there, I think that's an area for for Barley's to learn from. And Barley's, it's not you know, we're not we're certainly not slating Barley's. No, he's just a different. No. He's just not quite at the level. It's not. I don't think he's a championship player yet. He's no. got the quality to be a championship player. I just don't think he's quite there yet. Um. But that'll be remains to be seen in years to come. Um, we'll be ever slightly further forward, Ben. Matt Crooks, Michael Smith as effectively a front two, but obviously Crooks was just slightly deeper. I know Crooks should have scored, but he was much, much better. It was much more effective to the game being in that uh, more advanced position than it has been. Previously. Yeah, well, the chance, I don't think he'd have got that if Freddie was playing. Uh, I don't yes. think he'd been given freedom to go that far, so... I said this on the live, I think having seen them all play, the whole, you know, all three of them, then just Freddie and Smith, then just Crooks and Smith. Uh, I think Crooks and Smith is the best way to go with it, uh, personally. I think Crooks did play well, back to his old self. So, yeah, it's a shame to see Freddie dropping, you know, because I thought it was just playing well. But, you know what I mean? That's that couple of fumbles in it, yeah. in this business. Yeah, it is. Uh, and that chance, Mick, it should have buried that. I know it's took a deflection. Ben thinks it were off target. I think it were on target yeah. and it's deflected onto the post. But at the same time, it's a similar one Wiles. It, they both could have took a touch and just steadied themselves. And I know you don't really want to. You want to it first time. Mm. But they, could, they did have that little bit of time to just take a moment. Yeah, it's, it, I can, I'm running. I run both of those chances through my head. Many times since the game uh, finished. <laughs> and, and every time, the, the one from Wiles has gone to the right of the goalkeeper, to the right of the net as we're looking at it. Uh, and yep. the one from Crooks has gone in the top corner. Uh, he just needed to get a little bit of air on that and then it's going in. Mm. You know, uh, but uh, listen, none of these people, none of these are missed, are missed on purpose, are they? You know what I mean? The, the 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 build up play for both both efforts was outstanding. It was really really good. We're creating the chances, um, like we did against Wickham. To be fair, we did against Wickham. You know, we did create a load. Uh, I just hope this is not going to become a bit of a monkey on our back. Of, you know what I mean? Um, of, of not being able to score three games on the trot now, which is a bit of a worry. But I, I think we'll be fine. I think we'll be fine in that in that area. Just when one comes, there's going to be a dozen. You've got, you've got to get Cooks and Smith in proper together as well. Yeah. Um, yeah, uh, there were a couple of subs, but there were no majors. Right, Giles came on for all of a sudden. The other sudden maybe have a, has a slight calf problem. Um, but I don't think that's going to... Well, Warney doesn't think it's going to be a major issue, but he may very well rest him for Tuesday if he's not 100% fit. When I say rest, I mean you know, not rushing back bear in mind um, what we've got and also Lindsay came off Barley's with 10 minutes left yeah, I, um, didn't see, I don't well, see why Barley has to come on I mean no offence to the injury. kid it's only 10 minutes true but no offence to the kid my mum couldn't run quicker than him and when you're trying to go for the the, the, the win and try to inject pace which I don't know that might not have been his goal right? that's what I thought we should have done but like I said I'm not a football manager but I don't know what his aim was. I mean, it's had more ball, but yeah, I don't think Barlas is the type to come off the bench. 
I think Omorton so, so it give us give us a bit more set piece quality because that's somewhere where Barlazer does triumph over wing set pieces for Barlazer is much better uh, and and just to get a bit more calmness on the ball because w- when you're nil nil and you've got so much at ball it can become very very easy for everything to become a bit more rushed and a bit more panicky. Um, yeah. it, we, we were comfortable on ball. We were never really under pressure in the second half. No. So Barlazer has that extra little bit of time to put his foot on ball, to pick a pass, to do this that, and other. So I, I, I can I can see the thinking behind that, uh, and it also takes off Lindsay for ten minutes. I know it's only ten minutes, but ten minutes of professional football is still a lot of energy. So it gives you that little bit of rest spell. So long as well. Yeah. You know. Exactly. And we've got these games coming up where he's going to be crucial. Yeah, absolutely. Um, penalty incident. Um, Richard Wood was ran into uh, by, I can't wait, were it Saar, I think? I can't remember now. I think it was Saar, yeah. Um, I've, I'm going to use the word that Paul Warren used to make, I've seen him given, I don't think it was a nailed on penalty, but I've seen him given a lot. Why is it not a nailed on penalty? I think if, if that's, he stopped. All that's happened is Wood has stopped. So the player has, in other circumstances, if that's Jamie Vardy and Jamie Vardy stopped and let somebody run into him, you're saying that he's manufactured the contact. It's only because it's Richard Wood that you're saying he's not manufactured the contact. Why has he stopped? He stopped because he's got the ball at his feet and he's right on the touchline. If he goes, if he, if he doesn't stop, then the ball goes out of play. It's a goal kick. Of course he's stopped. You know, and it's not a shoulder to shoulder. I'm not having this shoulder bars no. nonsense. It's shoulder no, to no, back. No. Yeah, yeah. So, so listen, that's a penalty all day long. If it's the other way around and Woody does it to one of their players, still a penalty. It's a penalty. But you know, whether or not, I mean, I've seen I've seen a lot of people again on social media saying, well, even if we got it, we'd have missed it. I don't know how that happens. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe, maybe. I've messaged all these people asking them for six numbers for Friday night. um, I don't know whether they're going to come back to me on that. Um, But yeah, I mean, it's a penalty. End of. Ben? I'm not having that. I'm trying to find it to watch it. It's not a penalty. I I can't find a replay for it. If if I'm playing five-a-side football and someone does that, we don't even think twice. That's not a it's not a not a penalty for someone to go down like that. I think he's I don't know what he's doing. Well, Woody's I mean, not dying, does he? Woody's That's a, what we can say. Right, 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 right. Woody's a big lad. How much force do you think he's going to take to knock him down? I uh, think flat size face. So a big lad. He's a big lad. I'm not having that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not having that. Please yourself, mate. Uh, yeah, please yourself, yeah. because at the end of the day, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter because, <laughs> yeah, all right, that's fine. Watching it back now, I am watching it back, and Woody, Woody stepped across him. It, Woody wasn't running in a straight line. Woody stepped across him in front of the ball. It's, you know what Matic does, where he puts himself in between the ball and the man? It's not a clear-cut penalty. I think it probably it probably is a penalty. But I'm not normally on Ben's... You're going for uh, a penalty. Going for the if you go for the penalty, it's automatically in my head not a penalty. If you play to get a free kick, you aren't playing football. You just aren't. 
the aim of the game, the aim of football is to score and win, win the game by outscoring the opponent, right? The goal not is if. not to get three kicks. That is not the aim of the game. So to play the game for that is goes against everything you should be playing the game for. I agree it's embarrassing. That, it's insulting. It's insulting because people who don't have the chance to play the game at that level and they who love the game and just want to compete and then people like that competing for fouls is embarrassing. It's part of the game, man. Whether you like no, it or not, it's part of the game. It is part of the game. I don't so watch it. No point, more than there's, because there's that's no the point why. Ups, but yeah, but I'm not getting upset. No I'm, getting I'm, ups- I'm not getting upset. You I'm not getting upset. You Screaming, oh. shouting, am I? But I, I don't watch football anymore. I, I watch Rotherham. I don't even watch Rotherham sometimes. Sometimes, right? Because it's part of the game. I don't watch Premier League. Premier League's worst, one of the worst leagues in Europe. You don't watch and, it, how do you know? <laughs> when I do watch it, when I put it on past three <laughs> weeks. Mick, what game was I watching with you the other week? Uh, I can't remember. It was awful. It was like watching basketball. Every two minutes, whistles going. Like... Yeah. Part of the game. Listen, I agree with Ben. I agree with Ben. It's not part of the game. It never will be part of the game. It isn't. It is. It's cheating. It's cheating. But that were a penalty. I mean, whatever watched it back, Woody looks at the man. Woody looks at his shoulder and sees the man coming and then lets the contact happen. <laughs> I think it's probably a penalty. Probably. But only because Sar's been very, very clumsy. Um, but I don't think it's nailed on him. But but you look at this season, you look at all the fouls that have and haven't been given this season. Yeah. Based on that, it should have been given. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we'll not let Ben get into another rant. <laughs> I don't think it was a rant. But yeah. It was definitely a rant. Yeah, it were, it were, that was a rant, Ben, definitely. Yeah. Um <laughs> <laughs> uh, Yeah. Um, Crooks also had an offside goal ruled out. Uh, I can't find a replay of that anywhere. It's not in the highlights or anything. Uh, but I, at the time, I didn't have any complaints. Do either of you two remember any complaints with the offside base that line? I don't. I don't know the rules, so I can't really comment on it. Okay. You don't know. I mean, they change every time I have a hot meal, so I don't really know. What, what, and I can't really keep up with it anymore. <laughs> okay, Nick. Um, I don't really know what rule either. Is it when they, when the players behind the goalkeeper, there's got to be two other players behind the goalkeeper as well. Otherwise, so at all times, if you're if there's only there's be two people behind you for the offside. So norm, normally that would be a goalkeeper and the last and the defender. defender. It doesn't matter who the if players are. So if the keeper's up for the corner, right, and there's one player back, yeah, and, if, and he's not in his own half, is that still offside? It, You've got to be any. To, to be onside, there must be more than one player between you and the goal. So that'd be outside then, wouldn't it? So, so, if, so if, if there's if, only one defender on the line and Crooks is also on the line, that's offside. If there was a second defender on the line, not doesn't matter if it's keeper or not, if there's a second player on the line and Crooks is also on the line, then that should be onside. So using that using that rule, and I don't I don't get it, and somebody I'm sure will tell us about this. Let's say the goalkeeper comes up for a corner in the last minute. That's, yeah. what I, that's what and, I just said, yeah. And the ball and the ball's cleared, and two two players break away with that ball over the halfway yeah. line. No defenders chase them; they are on their own. The person who's in possession of the ball has to score. He cannot pass it. You pass it backwards, can't you? Why is that? Why is that? 
No, if you passed it, no, you passed it. You can't, you can't be. You can only be offside from a forward pass if the player's in front of right, the ball. So, so, I know what you mean. So if, if, forward, if there's one then. defender, if there's no, if there's one defender marking them, and what the player passes it to him is he offside because there's only one defender yeah. left. Yeah. Is there? Is there? Could be one on you? one on one. You one on one with a player. It's there couldn't be one on one with the keeper. You can't just pass it forward. If there's no players well, then, there, if you pass it forward to the player, the, 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 you and are the only two players in that half. You pass it forward. If he's behind the ball, if, you, if, if he's behind the ball, that's fine. If he's in if front he's of the ball it. and it's a forward pass, that's offside. Even if there's yeah. even if there isn't an opposition player in that half. That's yeah, well, that half. would be offside if he passed it How forward. Would that would be. There's nobody there. Uh, that, you don't mind. That would be offside. I know what you mean, mate, but he would still be offside. <laughs> <laughs> If there's two players, right, and for audio people, I'm going to explain this. If there's two players, right, and there's a defender, and they're going one-on-one, and the defender goes to tackle them, and the yeah, other yeah. player is not behind the ball, but yeah, is yeah. behind the defender, and that play, the other player passes it to that player, is he offside? Yeah. It must be. I've never not seen got, there's got to be, yeah, there's got to be a goalkeeper plus one to be onside, or, or two players. It's very, very rare. It's yeah, it's very it's, rare that that thing happens. Yeah, but yeah, but yeah. Anyway, I, uh, I, I can't about it, despite not understanding no. rules. <laughs> cool. Um, so moving ahead, just uh, we're going to quick review of the fan hub predictions. If you have, if you haven't already downloaded the fan hub app, keep an eye out for some codes to allow you to jump the queue. There's about seventy or eighty uh, people in there at the moment. Uh, me and Mick had a perfect weekend. Both nailing 11 out of 11. I know they had some issues um, with checking in on the game, uh, but that's been worked on. That's as far as where that is picked. Um, I'm now, I've taken myself up to sixth in the Rotherham United table. Uh, the top three are Matt K, 22, Ronnie Moore, second, um, wow. and Gleeboy is third. Um, so, yeah, Miller Mick, I am above Mick, and Ben is. 18. Yeah, let's not talk about where I am. That, that's just not right. I mean, I got same. I got the same as you, and I, I don't. I go down a place. You get the same as me and go up 15 places. I don't know how that works. So, uh, to everybody I that does why. have the fan hub app, I know why. You've been doing it I'm to me check. as well. You <laughs> if anybody has the fan hub app, they're waiting. Well, there's three ways to get your um, scores improved. That's number one is picking the correct lineup. Number two is to check in. Uh, number f- there will be a third one next year where you can check it. You'll measure your distance travelled uh, to away games and whatever. The fourth way is to listen to our podcast through the app. So if you listen to our podcast, read the articles, things such as that, it's the it's the fan feed part of the app, and that will increase your fan hub rating um, going forward. And that's why I've picked up because I realised that. <laughs> so. Premier likes to catch up with us all. That we love, Matthew. <laughs> sneaky. Um, we will do our final predictions for Tuesday, but I'm going to leave it as late as possible. Certainly after the pre-match press conference, because then we don't know at the minute. We'll move on to the QPR game now. Hmm. Make what's what's going to happen? What how, how, what team's going to play? We're we going to make six seven changes. Are you going to play at starting eleven? What, what are you going to do? Got to go for it. It's got to go for it in my view. Uh, because we didn't get three points yesterday on, on Saturday, then we have to go for it. Um, I, I don't, don't change it. Don't change it. 
Uh, we don't change it, in my view, until somebody's, in Ben's words, somebody's leg drops off. Um, yeah, you know, well, it was a, a good performance on Saturday. No issues. Keep playing like that and we will stay up. I'm sure of it. If we continue to play like that, as soon as we find our shooting boots, I think it, it, it's, you know, it's, we're going to be fine as long as we find him in the next two or three games that is obviously and don't and don't lose so no go for it mate for me same team let's have him but if you, if you will... beach. they've got nothing to play yeah, for i accept that they beat piggies on saturday um but they're, they're, they're absolutely on the beach they ain't going for playoffs they ain't going to get relegated let's have them come on but same team you can't start the same team on tuesday and then start the same team on Thursday and expect them to play at the same level. It's just not possible. Yeah, possibly not. I think possibly not. But we need three points. You have a day's rest between Tuesday There's and no Thursday. There's no training in there in between, is there? There's going to be but, no physical training in between. You've got a day. You've got a day recovery, and then you've got you've got six months recovery coming up. Three months recovery coming up. Sorry. Yeah. Well, that's how we've, we've got to view it that way and then the players I would think have got to view it that way you know all these green zone red zones injury wise at the moment that's going to go out the window because because times are different times this is, these are exceptional circumstances so you've got to go for it okay that's I think we've got to change it I, in, in, if we weren't playing Thursday keep it exactly the same we can't play Tuesday f at the foot for 100% and then go ahead and play Thursday for the same team at 100%, Ben. I know you'll probably disagree with me, yeah, but I, I can't it. see it. Um, yeah. He's got, the thing is, right, we are in a situation which hasn't happened since the war, probably. I don't know, I wasn't around. Mick, you know what I mean? Uh, you, know? you might have been there. You know what I mean? Uh so it's you have to treat it like a situation that hasn't happened since the war. So like Mick said, these green zone, red zone things, I'm not sure how they work. Sounds like a lot of crap to me. Red zone injury, and the player knows if he's nearly injured or not. You know what I mean? You can't tell someone about the other thing. Do you think, think, think Jamie Lindsay knew his hamstring were gonna go? No. <laughs> but yeah, okay. Right. But I can't tell you about your own body. If you all, if you, there's a difference, right, between being tired and being fatigued. You can see someone be tired. You can't see someone being fatigued. The only the player knows. I'm not going. Yeah, I'm. Well, that's it. I'm not going to say about that. But yeah, same team. Whoever wants to play. If you, if someone says, "Oh, can you put me out? I'm tired." Yeah, put him out. We don't play for the rest of the season. Yeah, but it's not as simple as that, is it? Yeah. <laughs> Let's say Richard Wood. Richard Wood is almost certainly not going to go to Warney. And, and you know what? I'm just not feeling up to it today. That's Richard Wood clearly doesn't work like that. Yeah, but if, yeah. if if they know from the biometric, from everything else, if they know he's could be on the verge of getting an injury or not even in getting an injury, on the verge of not being able to play at 100%, why are you playing him? Because he can't play at 100%. How do they know Woody, that? Woody, for example, cannot play these four. I don't think. I don't <laughs> think he can play all four of these games. How do they know How? that, then? How do they I know mean, that? It's impossible I'm, to tell I, someone else about I'm not body. a sports scientist. I'm not a sports <laughs> scientist. But it's. I, it, it, you can tell. It's from, you can tell from the range. So you compare. I, I, again, I'm not a sports scientist. But you sort of compare some of the so at the start of the season, you have pre-season. So you've got a baseline for everybody. Let's say let's say sprints, for example. 
So they've got a baseline what their best sprint is in pre-season. If they're doing 15, 20% below their, their sprint level, then there is they are not at 100% for as a really basic example. So if, and they, of course, they wear these pro, I don't know if it's pro zone or whatever they're called now. They wear them little vests underneath the shirt. That gives them that data throughout the game so they can see what level those players are at all the time. And this is not just Rotherham United that do this. This is, this is basically all professional football that do this. You might get some managers that listen to it more or less than others. But if that stat's telling you that Crooksy is only at 75% match fitness for Tuesday's game, well, if he's at 75% match fitness for Tuesday's game, what's he going to be for Thursday's game? He's going to be below 50%, probably, as a very basic example. I think it's mind of a matter. I don't think any of these percentages mean anything. I would. You'd have to hold me back. You'd have, if I'm oh, I'm 90% to get injury, what the hell is that? You don't know. You don't know. You you can't predict. Like, I, don't, I don't understand it. I'm not a sports scientist. Uh, but it sounds like a lot of rubbish to me. I might be wrong, but yeah, I think yeah, you'd have to hold some of the. You'd have to hold Woody back and physically restrain him uh, before he goes onto the pitch, and that's why I want him playing every game because of that. That sets the example that everyone else needs to have. But I, I, back to the original question about the team, I don't. I don't know. It, I, it's so hard to say without being in that dressing room. And seeing everyone's attitude towards it on who should start. So, Woody, one man team, that's it. <laughs> yeah. Well, what I will say is we've, we've seen it before. So, when we've played a Wednesday game and then gone to a Saturday game, we have struggled in the past. So, when we played Sheffield Wednesday in October on a Wednesday night, and then we went and played Stoke on the following Saturday, they had two days full with rest, but there, there was a significant decrease in performance levels mm. after in that following game. And that's that was we had a four-day rest before that game, and there were two, and, and then we had a two-day rest, and there was still a significant drop in, in performance. This is now an even more extreme version because we're more than more than part way through the season, and you've only got one day between the games. So this is what I'm saying. It, it, it clearly affects teams like high energy teams like Rotherham are going to be massively impacted by this. You have to th- you have to go back to that Huddersfield game though, and we didn't press as high and as strongly as we have pressed earlier in the season. Uh, just like we didn't against Wickham, we, we we were we were stronger in the press and we pressed more against Huddersfield than we did against Wickham. Uh, but it wasn't uh, uh, to any degree the same intensity uh, that it has been because it didn't need to be because Huddersfield were crap. You know they, they weren't very good at keeping the ball themselves. Were they? Well, let's be fair. That's they weren't. Uh, so they did half the job for us, which which is which is great. Fingers crossed. QPR might be doing the same thing. They're not interested, are they? There, QPR have got nothing to play for, nothing at all. So fingers crossed, they're going to come and and just sort of, hopefully, pay lip service to the game. I, I hope anyway. Mm. Um, likewise with the likes of Middlesbrough. If Bir- if Birmingham are actually out of it by by the time we play them, they may do the same as well. I don't think they're that interested, are they? So long as they're safe. No. Um, you know, so and, and likewise again, Blackburn, Cardiff, these teams are really not that. You know, they've not got a lot to play for. Maybe Cardiff have at the moment, but we'll see anyway. But uh, for me, because the same team, get in there. Let's uh, let's get in the ribs. Let's get in the yeah. face. Well, it, see what we can. It's do. been interesting. Because even, even, even if we let's say, let's say for argument's sake, we do make changes. 
we're going to be seeing some different players. If we, if, if we met, I'm not saying we're going to, but if, if you made six changes, that means Sadler is going to get a start. That means yeah. Chio might get a start. That means Clark might get a start. We're going to see some different players. And the good thing about those potential changes would be is they're going to be well up for it. Not just Absolutely. because we're in a relegation fight, but Sadler, for example, he's moved to Rotherham United to get championship football and he's not yeah. been getting championship football. Yeah. Uh, in, in his mind, he'll be thinking, well, Crooks is playing over me. I, I'm, I can do a number 10 role. He scored plenty yeah. of goals for Donny last season. Yeah. It gives that extra little bit of motivation. This is where it comes in, though. This is where you tell because there's two types of athletes, right? The one that is going to perform come hell or high water. He's going to, he just wants to play football, right? And there's the other one that's very emotional and he's not going to play, something's going on and he gets down a lot. Do you know what I mean? There's two types. And in this situation, sadly, I can either, oh, why is Cook's playing, man? Oh, you know, I'm just going to let my contract run out and go somewhere else. Or he can try and fight for it. And it's going to be a, a test because he's going to have to play. Cook's, Right, as long as I've said, yeah, same team, whatever. No one can play 90 minutes, all games. Excuse me, right? So, sadly, we'll have to play. And we're going to see what type of person he is. And yeah. Yeah, I'm excited for it, to be honest. Same with Chio. Yeah. Mm. We haven't really seen... Because last in, we didn't get tested in League One. You don't get tested when you're in the top half of the table. You just don't. So, yeah. Yeah. And you never know, George just might get a start. That'd be exciting, wouldn't it? Yeah, well, if you can bang an attic, then I'm not bothered, to be honest. Yeah, yeah I, 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 we, we've said it before, we'll say it again. I still think, not just him, but he has a part to play between now and the end of the season. Whether he takes that chance that he's going to be given is a different question completely. He's going to get some more game time. And if he can take his chance, if he, if he ends up scoring two goals this season and they're the two goals that keep us up, it's been a good loan. Yeah. Will that happen? <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Um, so, uh, just a quick mention for uh, we do stats and things, don't we? So, on, on the last game was Crux's 200th league appearance. Um, so, that's good. Good mark for him. There are a few uh, landmark um, games that could come up on Tuesday. Um, so, Angus McDonald's next game will be his 100th in the championship. Um, Jamie Lindsay's next game will be his 50th league game for us. Um, wow. Icky's next game will be his 125th for Rotherham in all competitions. And Wes Harding's next game will be his 100th career uh, professional game in his career as well. Um, so, so big numbers for those so, you know, individual um, landmarks for those players. Um, on to QPR, they have won five out of the last eight games and also having won 11 from 18 since the turn of the year. Uh, when we played them last time, Mick, Bright, sorry, Samuel was their bright player, uh, but he isn't there anymore. He left in January to go to Fenerbahce, so that's... It's going to be interesting to see how much of a different team they're going to be, because they were completely reliant on him in whenever, in October, November, and now they haven't got him, but they are winning again, so it's yeah. odd. It is odd, but, uh, you know, team... <laughs> Everybody can beat anybody, can't they? So you know they're not. It's not as though they're a bad side, but they were <laughs> over reliant on uh, on on Bright Samuel. So yeah, I mean he's gone, and and like I said, I just I, they've got nothing to play for. They're, they're not in any. They just they're just a nowhere club. They're just they are where we want to be, aren't they? You yeah. know what I mean, a nowhere championship club. I'll be happy with that. 
um, <laughs> if we could if we could have a couple of seasons at that. So um, yeah, I, I don't think they, they they've not got a lot to offer. Surely, nothing that we should be scared of if we can if we can play to our ability, which we have done in that last game. So yeah, I'm not frightened of it. I'm not frightened of it at all. I'm I'm, I'm less frightened of it than I was of, of Huddersfield on Saturday. So um, we can get something out of this game, and it will be massive. Three points out of this game would be just enormous going into. Thursday. Yeah, would it? Yeah. Absolutely fantastic. So it'd set it up, wouldn't it? It'd set it up to be the blockbuster. It could be. Uh, definitely, yeah. Um, it's twenty. This will be the twentieth meeting between us and QPR. Uh, we won six of those twenty. Well, six of the nineteen that's gone so far. Um, we are unbeaten in our last two home games against them, but we have only won one of our last five, and that date, dates back to the eight. They were in Premier League, weren't they? A lot, so we didn't play them mm. a lot. Um, their top scorer, Ben, is Lyndon Dykes. Who has nine goals. Uh, it's not Bobby Z, no. Um, Lyndon Dykes has nine goals, <laughs> but four of them were penalties. Did he score a penalty against us? They might have done. God knows, I don't know. Can't remember. Things are bell. Uh, if Sammy penalties in today's game, I would never know. Uh, yeah. Uh, ben, thoughts are the same as Mick that they hopefully will be on the beach and if we turn up at 100%, we could not flatten them, but we could be could be good. Well, I can't name any of their players apart from that Samuel guy last time. I don't even think any of them had a touch, did they? I thought they just sat down on the bench and watched him. <laughs> play uh, chair players from Dunning. I don't chair. Know. No, I'm sorry. He was, he was everything, that Samuel. He was quality. I hope he's English. I hope he's English. He will look very, very good. I doubt good. it. Yeah, I doubt it. He was a good player. He scored it. <laughs> Just a, he is English. Good goal. Uh, McDonald was in the wrong place, but he would have scored anyway. So I'm looking forward to it. Like you said, 11 out of 18, they've won. I don't know how uh, touch would, but they were awful last time we had him. They, would, they looked mm. like they were going to be awful. Uh, you know what I mean? Might have to get Bobby's more out of the time. They had Charlie Austin, um, who did play. Yeah, he was. Yeah, but he didn't he play at the weekend. Southampton, didn't he? Oh, is he back there? He's back. He's back there now. Yeah. Um, he was there he the first didn't... time, didn't he? Yeah, he's, he's, he's been back. Yeah. Um, he let me have a look. He was not on the bench on weekend. So I, remember, I don't know if he's injured. If I remember the first time he was there, he were, he were banging him in. The, Quality yeah. time when he would on eight form. Yeah, yeah good, it's, it's a good championship player. Um, they do have former Miller Don Ball Dominic Ball playing for them. Um, I seem to remember they played quite well against yeah, their place. He was a young, oh yeah, he was a young lad when he was with the Evans. Oh, he was near where um, Stubbs, a Stubbs signing wasn't he? Yeah, let's not mention. Um, Stubbs. Well, Unfortunately, garbage for us. I spent most of his time out on loan, didn't he? What did you expect? We had Stubbs in charge. Yeah. Well, Warney never fancied him, did he? Put a bit of money on there. Um, ref watch, Mick. Do you have ref watch? Yeah, Dean Whitehouse. Um, not a lot. Whitestone. Of Whitestone. My apologies. Despite the fact I've got it written down in front of me, I still read it wrong. <laughs> uh, I don't think he's ever refereed us, as far as I can see. I don't think he, he has. has a, name. a long so, time ago. Again, uh, well, not as long. Not as long as Lee Mason. No. Um, mm. He refed us in 2018 when we beat Gillingham away 1 0. So, what's, uh, what is interesting for Tuesday night is that um, the Piggies are playing Swansea at, yes. at Swillsborough. 
Uh, and the referee for that game is one Matthew Donahue, uh, Swansea City darling. Um, and just, just, from in Swansea, case, isn't he? just in case that wasn't bad enough at Piggies, the fourth official is Jeff Eltringham. So I, I don't uh, I don't fancy them getting anything out of that game. I think it's going to be about 17-0 to Swansea. Um, 16 of which will be penalties in the last five minutes of injury time. Makes sense. Uh, what, injury yeah. time of 30 minutes? Yeah, yeah. No, seven minutes injury time, but in 17 Oh, yeah. 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 Yeah, but it'll go 30 minutes. Yeah. Um, on Lee Mesa from the weekend, briefly, I thought he had an okay game, the referee, other than his uh, adding of injury time. I thought he did right. <laughs> the injury time were a joke, though, wasn't it? Yeah, I don't even know how they had injury time anymore. I think they just pick a number out of something and stand. It doesn't correlate at all with what actually happens in the game anymore. Yeah, I mean, his watch no. clearly weren't working, was it? No. He <laughs> guessed at a minute for the first half. Uh, and he guessed at two seconds and then it, it puts two minutes up I'm sure you this is what you're going to mention Matt so I'll steal your thunder anyway because I like it go for it he uh, puts two minutes injury time up their goalkeeper gets ball 37 seconds later or 38 seconds later he decides to get up and kick it and yet he still blows bang on bang two bang on two it's like no no at 157 he blew so before he did blow early he did blow early yeah uh, what is it so but but anyway, whatever, whatever. I, I, to be fair, if that's the only criticism we've got of a referee on a Saturday afternoon, it's going to be a good weekend, on it? To be fair, yeah. Because after some of the some of the dross we've seen this season, uh, you can tell he's a he's a proper Premier League referee. So um, yeah, we're all right, weren't he? Yeah, we're fine. Uh, cool. Anything else you want to add before we finish? No, hang on. No. Cool. Um, so this will be on Monday so you'll listen to this Monday or Tuesday prior to the game um, the mail may, may, may or may not be a, a post-match show on Tuesday we will let you know via the social media areas they will then be back on Thursday for a, for the pre-match podcast will be out on Thursday morning as per usual uh, they won't, although it's live on Sky on Co- against Coventry we won't be doing a watch along we'll be doing a live the podcast will be live on YouTube straight after the game but then that will also be the podcast that comes out Friday morning, which will be a look ahead to Birmingham on Sunday. Uh, again, there may, may or may not be a watch along for the Birmingham game. That's something we're working on. Um, but with kids and stuff, it's difficult to so we'll watch along in the middle of the day <laughs> without them interrupting. So I'm sure, I'm sure, that's I'm sure one or both of your daughters would be more than happy to uh, to be involved in a, in a watch along, Matthew. You know, uh, well, one of them did. One of them did tell me that they were going to do a football podcast that would be better than Daddy's. So uh, we've got competition. <laughs> yeah. So, to be fair, oh. she's not going to have to work very hard, is she? No. Well, you know. Um, that's that's our schedule for the week. So I've watched that one, three or four podcasts this week. And then we're still going live on telly against Middlesbrough next Wednesday at six o'clock. So we've got all that to look forward to. Um but yeah, it's the big, biggest week of our season. This one, before unless unless it goes well, and then next week becomes the biggest week of our season. And if that goes well, and so on and so on. Mm. So it's, yeah. Let's get behind them as much as we can. I know we're not there, but let's. I, it was it was a positive place to be on uh, Twitter and Facebook for the most part at the weekend. Yeah. Um, and as much as we players probably say they don't look at social media, they will see certain things. So hopefully we can be positive. Get behind them. Get behind the Millers, and uh, hopefully, touched touching wood, 
crossing fingers we can get some get safety secured and send Coventry down unfortunately for them it would be massive wouldn't it it would be massive so yeah um we haven't mentioned the results basically went away at the weekend Coventry lost Piggies lost uh, Wickham lost Birmingham won but then Derby lost their back in it a little bit Wickham are probably dead and buried Wednesday aren't far off dead and buried and we're we've we've still got a fight going on with Coventry more than likely just Coventry but we'll we'll wait and see um, so thank you Ben it's been a pleasure you definitely need to get your haircut at some point this week though you're welcome I will I'll have it cut for the Wednesday podcast nah yeah Wednesday yeah 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 Wednesday podcast. <laughs> for the episode that's out on Thursday yeah 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 Thursday then. for the, for okay. the audio podcast oh, we, yeah we're recording yeah. on Wednesday fine, mate, so not a you are? cool I said for the audio podcast yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah obviously yeah um, I for that I was going to say, Mick, you don't need to worry about having a, having a haircut. You'll be fine. Neither do you, Matt. Looks like... I've just had a shave. I've just had one today. My wife's cut it while we're watching Spurs again. Looks nice. Thank you, mate. Bye. <laughs> did, did you yeah. not, before we came, started recording, Ben, did you not say to Matt, have you had your haircut? And Matt went, no. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> I seem to remember that conversation. Yeah. I don't. Was that recording? <laughs> Uh, no one recorded. I don't remember that conversation. <laughs> Ben's never wrong. <laughs> uh, please subscribe to the YouTube channel as well. We're coming up to 200 people subscribers, so please do subscribe if you haven't already. Um, so, yeah, thank you all for listening and watching if you're on YouTube as well. We do really appreciate it. We will see you on Thursday for the, for the preview, maybe Tuesday night, but we'll let you know for the post match. Thank you, Mick. Thank you, Ben. Welcome. It's been a pleasure. Cheers, guys. Looking towards Ravel. Ambitious.